Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back. It is March 7th. The NFL Combine is just wrapped up. And now it's just on to, well, I guess, uh, franchising, uh, NFL free agency. Then we get to the draft, but we will have a lot of draft talk coming up uh, all the way to the end of April. And right now on this episode, we'll be reacting to everything that happened over the weekend with the NFL Combine. Is And there is a lot to talk about. A lot of future Lion uh, prospects out there for sure. No doubt about it. But before we get into all that, I did introduce the Blue Kool Aid crew that is here tonight. Uh, I'm Big Z, and then we got Bob. Hello. And then uh, right now we have a guest star as well. Uh, he writes for the sidelinereport.com. Uh, Brad Berriman. Uh, he's at Brad Berriman24 on Twitter. Brad, thank you for joining the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having Tom. me. Thanks for calling me a star, too, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Absolutely. For no, we, we appreciate. Uh, all the articles that you put up on the site, uh, they're all excellent. Uh, if you haven't seen them yet, listeners, go check it out on sidelinereport.com. Uh, he covered a lot of draft stuff, but a lot of free agency stuff, everything. Anything Lions, he's got, uh, he's written about it and will be writing about it for sure. Uh, but what we want to do right now is just kind of react to the combine. So this could be a quick discussion, could be a long, I don't know, I didn't have like a set time for how long this could be, but uh, just kind of reacting to everything that happened in the combine this weekend uh so I, I guess bob i want to start with you just what i wanted to start with is just guys that completely uh jumped off the page for you this weekend or at least give me one guy to start here yeah well i was kind of impressed uh, a little bit not that i want to draft him but malik willis i thought but he did a nice job um oh he's got, he's got a heck of an arm on him i, I was kind of impressed with that but yeah, have you seen this? Have you seen his highlights? It, there, if, if you just check out his highlights, it is pretty wild. Some of the throws he can make on the wrong yeah. side. Yeah, he seems a little raw to me uh, for the Lions pick, but uh, it's fun to watch him working out. Yeah, and, and Brad, I'm sure you've seen this. A lot of mock drafts everywhere have blinds like taking him. So, I mean, I've seen some of it too, which. I think a lot of people think is a reach, but at the last pick in that first round too, possibly. I mean, he can go anywhere. He's all over the place on people's back draft boards. Yeah. They might have to trade up to get Malik Willis if they want to trade up for him. <laughs> Maybe package the, the last first or second first rounder and that first second rounder and probably move up to get him. Maybe if they, if they really want him that bad, they might have to move up to get him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think of him, Brad, as an NFL prospect? I like him a lot. Um, I know oh, he's got some inconsistencies. He's not that accurate. He didn't play against a lot of great competition at Liberty, but he's got raw talent. I think that's what the Lions have to shoot for is that raw upside. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he it, it, raw is a great word to put it because he, 
I, I think he can be wildly inaccurate at times, but that, and that's the part that scares me, but damn, it, uh, he's got the athletic traits that you want to see out of a top quarterback prospect for sure. Yeah. Then you're thinking, Oh, they could be the next uh, bills uh, quarterback, you know, <laughs> I don't know if he's <laughs> got that upside of Al- Josh Allen, but uh, no. right. But I mean, a that lot would of, be the hope if you drafted him. That he'd that's a lot of the similar. Yeah. A lot of similar uh, criticisms. Now Josh yeah. Allen kind of bucked the trend because usually accuracy is like something that usually doesn't, get better in the NFL. Uh but Josh Allen has definitely uh made people maybe think twice about a prospect like that. Yeah, I think speaking of Allen, wasn't I think it was Mel Kuyper that compared uh Desmond Ritter to Josh Allen. Some mm. of the same concerns of uh, accuracy and stuff and similar physical profile and stuff was Desmond Ritter. So I like for the Lions actually if they take him maybe at that first second round turn somewhere. Yeah he is he, yeah. Desmond doesn't wow me as much personally. Uh, it, I wouldn't want to see him in the two first two rounds at the very least, maybe in the third round, but not if, if he's taken in the first two rounds for us, I, I probably wouldn't be happy with the pick right now. Maybe, maybe yeah, if I watch more of him, uh, I'll change my mind, but at this moment, uh, I, I would not, uh, but I, I want to move on to another guy that jumped off the list for me. And this is a guy, I mean, he's already jumping off people's list. But, man, when he puts in the numbers, it is something else. Um, that, of course, is Jordan Davis out of Georgia. I mean, my goodness. <laughs> um, I'm trying to pull up his numbers here. I, I had him run down. But, I mean, he he uh, he had a 10-foot Three 123 inch broad jump, which was tied with Chris Olave. It broke the record for a guy over 300 pounds. He's 341, six foot six. Um, <laughs> I mean, just just remarkable. And you know, and I, I just wanted to compare it to like what I think is the best Lions interior guy in a long time, like big big guy. I mean, Sue obviously the best in recent memory. But <laughs> I was I just wanted to go back and see how big was Sean Rogers for the Lions, like because I my memory of him. He, he was like this giant, enormous guy when I was maybe a, a kid. So I didn't know how big he was, but he was 6'4, 320. Jordan Davis is 6'6, six six, 341. Yeah. So this I guy is the, way bigger and way more athletic. I think the whole league was smaller back then. You know, like a guy true. like that wouldn't stand out today like they did yeah. then. Very true. Um, but my, I mean, my God, this guy ran a 4'7, 840 at 6'6, six six, 341. Oh, my. I mean, <laughs> It's just remarkable. Uh, and 32 inch vertical. Uh, yeah. That, I mean, the Lions probably wouldn't take him at two, right? I saw some people mocking him at two right after this, but I think they were just buying into the recency hype. Uh, yeah. it, it's hard to, mm, I mean, it's so big. It would fill a need for sure for the Lions, but at two, do you guys think that would be a reach? Yeah, I think so. Um, like the main. I, I, I think my main reaction to Davis was a big guy is not supposed to move. A guy his size is not supposed to move like that. No. <laughs> in terms of his, you know, four seven eight forty, and his it shows up on tape. You see his highlights and his tape, right. he moves laterally really well. He has great feet. He, I mean, it sort of showed up when he ran his track drills essentially at the combine too. That he has that athleticism in him. Yeah, Bob. What do you think, uh, Jordan Davis too? Would you be uh, mad if, they, if it happened for some reason? Uh, I don't think he – I wouldn't want him at two. Maybe if we traded back a couple spots. Uh, I don't yeah, know. that'd be different for sure. You know, especially – well, if Hutchinson falls to us, I would definitely want him over Jordan Davis myself because I don't think Jordan Davis is is going to be there uh, 
doesn't he come out on third down 10-2 in the in his uh yeah i think they career? said that of course yeah, they yeah, rotate yeah. a bunch of guys they have you know all those nfl ready guys on their defense they rotate so many guys in and out that you got to yeah. come out a lot too but that's true that's true but i mean he is a freak athlete i mean i'm, I'm sure he's going to be great in the nfl <laughs> Brad, did you get did you have a guy that jumped off the page for you you wanted to discuss um, i think in general still to me is the georgia defensive guys including davis you know there's Trevon walker i think lewis signed the safety ran real well and looked pretty mm-hmm. good um Devonte why is his name the other defensive lineman he he ran faster than davis he's not quite as big as davis he ran faster than Davis did and looked really good. They, you know, no wonder they had the best defense in the country last year with all those guys that were just studs. Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, Trayvon Walker, a guy we were we took in the the first pick of the second round in our mock draft a yeah, week did, ago. Yeah. Um, maybe he got his way into the first round after this, and probably yeah. wouldn't be available at that. Maybe top ten now, even who knows? Yeah, yeah. I mean. He put up he put up pretty uh insane numbers. Uh so and, and that's another guy, six foot five, two seventy, four five forty. Uh similar broad jump to Jordan Davis, but 70 pounds lighter. <laughs> um but two tenths of a second faster running, uh six point eight nine three three cone drill. Uh so Really good agility, everything. I mean, this Georgia, like you're saying, Brad, this Georgia defense, remarkable. Yeah, <laughs> uh, think, just seeing uh, the top of every category at every, especially in the D line. Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty insane. I was reading, I, got, I saw it on the, the relative FX score thing for, for Trevon Walker. His comp was Miles Garrett. Oh, okay. yeah. oh wow! <laughs> well, that would be a good comp. Yeah, that'd be yeah. a great comp. Nice yeah, comp. I think the other one I read was the Lions. I was Ziggy Anta. I'm like, okay, well, oh, okay. Yeah, that's not a great comp. But well, Ziggy Garrett was healthy. Sure he was great. You know. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Miles Garrett sure is a great comp. Yeah, for Ron Walker. Absolutely. Like, uh, speaking of comps, I thought Thibodeau comped himself to Jadavian Clowney, which. To me, that doesn't sell him very well. I mean, <laughs> that's what saying. It's like, we want to say you're Jadavian Clowney part two. Well, he under yeah. he's underachieved. Yeah. I think yeah. I would tie myself to him. But. I miss that comp, but uh, and and Jadavian Clowney is like a a good run like stuffer, but he has not been a good pass rusher. No. So that that is a really weird uh comp because a lot of people think the opposite of Thibodeau for the most part. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think he knows how to comp himself uh, very well. Nope. So <laughs> low grade on his comping skills at yes. the combine. Yeah. Hey, Brad, what <laughs> do you think of uh, Thibodeau at two? Just curious. I like his upside. I I think I would say Hutchinson probably is the better pick if he's there. And there's all these questions about Thibodeau's, you know, effort level, and you know, when he say he's going to run all these drills at the combine and then backed out of it. All those questions that I think can be really overblown because you know a lot of smokescreen stuff out there. Oh, we want this guy to fall to us, so we're gonna put this out there that he's, uh, he's right. on plays and he's this and he's that. Yeah, I think Tibbs would be a solid pick for the Lions if Hutchinson's not there. Yeah, um, what, what do you think from our mock draft last week? Uh, with we we went with Hamilton over Thibodeau and Hamilton put up an interesting 
uh, combine in here. I don't think he wowed people necessarily with his results. Four, five, nine, 40, 38 inch vertical, really good. Uh, 131 inch broad jump, uh, six, nine cone drill, but they, he wasn't like the top of any category, but yeah, everybody hears it. I mean, he's six, four, two twenty. He has yeah, remarkable think, size for safety. I think Hamilton did what he was supposed to, you know, he didn't, you know, it wasn't great, but he was, he did the numbers. Everybody thought he might put out as far as him at number two. I don't love it. I mean, it's a rare safety that's worth a top five or 10 pick. But if Hutchinson goes up the board, number one, they have questions about Thibodeau. Hamilton, you know, he gets, he's getting a lot of high marks for doing, being able to do everything, you know, playing low, playing high, playing good in coverage, all of that. So I guess I wouldn't, I wouldn't love it, but I could see it being in play for the Lions at two if they had questions about Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh I, I'm I'm gonna be curious what the, the what the value of that number two pick is uh going forward in this draft prospect uh, process if there actually is something out there or not uh for it. I'll I'll be very interested to see that. Um but I'll I, I wanna move on to another guy too. so have you ever heard of the RAS, the relative athletic score? Yep. Um if people are not familiar the guy uh, it goes by at Math Bomb on Twitter. Uh, pretty much has his mathematical formula comparing like athletic testing scores to historical uh, athletic testing. Um, comes up with something called an RAS, a relative athletic score. So basically, if you're a ten, like you're an extremely extremely elite athlete, it's hard to get a ten. But this year in this combine, he gave out a lot of the. This has got to be the highest overall amount of nine and aboves I've seen in a single combine. And he gave three tens. Tariq Woolen, the cornerback out of UTSA. Uh, Brandon Smith, a linebacker that we took in our third round uh, in our mock draft. So I thought that was cool to see. A little cred yeah. there. Uh, a well, we can get into him in a moment. And then Jordan Davis. Uh, then a few like 999, Zion McCollum out of Sam Houston State. Leo Chanel out of Wisconsin, linebacker. Trayvon Walker was up there. Troy Anderson, linebacker of Montana State. Uh, that's someone UJ and uh, Rudd Dog were talking about as well as a possible pick. So a lot of guys we mentioned end up have really good combines. Uh, but Tariq Woolen, the Lions need a quarterback. This guy uh, put up an unbelievable combine, ran second fastest uh, 40. I believe it's four three two. It might have been faster. It, it, the, these links will load fast enough sometimes. But uh, <laughs> um, and I and he is like a, he's six foot two 200 pounds like he has the size and length of a cornerback if the Lions took him in the early second i wouldn't be mad probably uh i mean bob did, did you see this guy Tariq woolen I, I just what do you what if, if the Lions took him early second or late first would you I be mad get, an elite i didn't get to see from what you're describing it sounds great i even uh <laughs> I, I did not see him work out but but i i i'd be okay going uh for that position there yeah, I mean, Brad, did you do you see his workout? I'm just curious if you got any run, thoughts about yeah. that. And for a guy that, again, another guy that that size shouldn't move that fast, but everything I heard about him said he would test well at the combine, and he did. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be a guy Aaron Gunn and Aubrey Pleasant would love to have in their secondary. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure a guy with that speed too. Because I'm sorry, I said a four three two four two six. 
was his uh, 40, 42 inch vertical. He's six foot four, 205, not six foot two. Yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, he has all the traits that you want to see out of a cornerback. I know he uh, lacks some experience there. He's a former wide receiver turned cornerback. Uh, so I think he just needs some molding, I guess you could say, uh, at the position. But man, you, that type, you can't teach speed like that. You just can't. Uh, and I get he had a really good senior or East West uh, Shrine Week. Uh, he really stood out there by all accounts, uh, and he stood out because he has the makeup speed. Like even if you even if you're raw in talent, if you can just uh, make up for it by outrunning the guy you're covering, uh, you can you can make up for any mistakes sometimes, or a lot of the times. Uh, so really interesting prospect there. Then Brandon Smith, I know he get he got that rare ten out of ten athletic. Uh, Relative athletic score. I, but you're asking, like, how would you get him in the third round of the mock draft? Well, this guy apparently, uh, just from scouts and such, uh, lacks a certain tenacity at the linebacker position, doesn't necessarily stick his nose in there all the time, and uh, doesn't have the instincts. You can be a most athletic guy, but you got to have the instincts to play the linebacker position. Um, and that's what he's lacking, apparently, just according to the scouts. Because they expect him to, to test off the charts. Uh, but some sometimes the film uh, outdoes anything you do on the uh, at the combine, even for that matter of fact. I don't know if you guys have any additional thoughts on Brandon Smith. Uh, I don't know about Brandon Smith. I remember your other linebacker in the third round of your recent mock was Damone Clark from LSU. He he tested really well too. Yeah, he ranked pretty high in the RAS as well. He's really good. Definitely, I, I would absolutely rank him ahead. Uh, and he he, he could. He's definitely a second round uh, candidate for sure. Probably not, definitely not first. I, I wouldn't say, um, but yeah, you, you're right. He absolutely backed up uh, and helped himself out a lot with this combine. I, I want to move now to the next section. Just, uh, I mean, there are so many guys tested off the charts in this. We could go on and on. I think honestly with that section, but I wanted to go um, to the next part. Just a guy that kind of stood out for you that you weren't thinking about before this. Uh, the combine this weekend or just uh, a guy that wasn't on your radar at all that, that stood out to you, Bob, I don't know if you have a guy uh, that you wanted to list. Yeah. You go ahead first. I was trying to think of. All right. Cause mine, mine was Brees Hall. You know, Brees Hall has been a consistent running back out of Iowa state. Uh, but I didn't really think of him as like a guy that people might be looking at in the late first, early second, like or is even the top running back in this draft. But by his combine, at least, uh, he put up really good numbers. Uh, his relative athletic score is the highest of any running back in this one, over nine. Uh, it, I mean, this is, Iowa State's just like a kind of a boring offense if you've watched them in the past couple of years. It's just him and Brock Purdy uh, with a decent offensive line. Just not a guy that was on my radar at all. Him and uh, Kenneth Walker definitely had a good combine, but Brees Hall stood out just a little more uh, compared to what it, I didn't. I didn't realize he had that kind of speed and agility and explosiveness. Uh, so th- this that, that was a guy that stood out to me that I wasn't necessarily expecting. Brad, I don't know if you had any guys on your list. Uh, I think the guy I'm thinking of off the top of my head is the receiver out of Baylor. Uh, this is named Tyquan Thornton. He ran like a four two three forty. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was thinking he, he ran the fastest forty of the time down. He might have broken Justin or uh, John Ross's record, but he ended up with. The four, two, three, five. I never even really heard of him before. Wow, that guy's fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, 
Uh, you're you're right, and uh, he ran the fastest forty of anybody at this combine. That's another um, guy I thought that Sky Moore. I don't know if you saw him. Mm-hmm. He, looked, he looked really good out of Central yeah, Michigan he did. or Western. Um, Western he looked Michigan. good, but that's what makes me think. You know, we don't necessarily have to take a receiver at the top of the first round. I mean, there's going to be some depth at that position this year. Absolutely, um, yeah. ton of speed. Um, Calvin Austin out of Memphis is a name I've heard a lot. Uh, that could be fitting with this offense. I'm buddy of mine likes them too a lot. Um, so, I mean, the the list of wide receivers absolutely runs deep in this one. Another guy I really like uh, that had it's also a really high RAS score, uh, Christian Watson on North Dakota State. This guy dominated Senior Bowl week by all accounts. Um, put up a really good combine here, agility, forty, you name it. Um, this guy was doing damage and he's been doing damage. Uh, it's, it's hard to get noticed from North Dakota state, especially as wide receiver. Uh, they're, they're very NFL style offense out there, but, uh, I would not be mad if the lions took him in the second round. I think he has a really high ceiling. It's these guys from the small school is so hard to judge. Like, I think that's why Cooper cup fell where he did for an, for instance, uh, it's hard to, the competition they go against makes it harder to, you know, view the tape compared to like an SEC guy per se, but Christian Watson and all the practices and the combine so far, his stock is just shooting, uh, rocketing up uh, past month and a half, I would say. Uh, so, Bob, uh, who do you have on your list here? Um, wait, what was the question? <laughs> Sorry. No, who do you have on your list uh, as far as uh, sticking out uh, a name that you know? Didn't necessarily think about uh, coming into yeah, the well, last weekend. Well, I mentioned weekend. the Sky Moore. That was the one guy. Oh, that's had, right. But, uh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's hey, right. Uh, yeah, you're Brad, right. Let me ask you a quick question. Yep. Of all the wide receivers that are like excite you, to me the guy is Jamison Williams. If we could land him, I would. Yeah. That would be a game breaker, game changing guy. I mean, yeah, there's a couple of good guys, but what do you think? Who's is there one top guy that you would love to have? Um, I used to like. Well, if we're going to lean toward guys I thought would do better in this testing, uh, David Bell or Purdue, but he, he just had a dud of a combine. Mm. I don't mind Trayvon Burks. Um, he didn't run that fast. In uh, he wasn't expected to. Otherwise, really good. He'll test yeah. it against good competition in, in the SEC. Um, I do like Sky Moore a lot. I think he, he's pretty underrated. Well, maybe not so much anymore, but was at one point underrated. <laughs> yeah. Um, a guy I have kind of like through this process, I didn't know what he did exactly at the combine, but uh, Jalen Tolbert out of South Alabama, I think he might be a nice fit for the Lions and maybe in the third round or so. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard Tolbert's name come up a lot in that in that uh, the, that third, fourth round area for the Lions as, a, as an absolute, as a target. 449, 40-yard uh, dash, 36-inch vertical jump, 123-inch broad jump. Uh, six foot one, one ninety four. So, those are some of the measurables on him, uh, as well. But man, I mean, there there is just uh, this is the fastest combine I think I've ever seen. Oh, uh, the, the numbers put up were just uh, every update. I, I wasn't able to like sit and watch the entire thing, but you know, I get the updates from all the experts watching updating you. It's like. And they only give you updates on the guys that like wow them. So it's getting a lot of updates over the weekend about all these guys breaking record and stuff. Uh, it's remarkable. It's really exciting. Uh, we'll be diving into this further too uh, as we go. 
of course. But uh, Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson, I, I just want to mention a guy that a lot of people, a lot of Lions fans uh, want at that number two spot. He uh, he he did what you wanted him to do in this combine. Uh, would you guys agree? Uh, put up solid numbers, uh, super athletic. People were a little concerned, maybe a slightly slower 40 than they were expecting, but the number that uh, stood out uh, for a lot of people that, you know, calm their fears is the the first 10 yards of that 40 yard dash i think it was like 164 or something like that so which is an elite get off that's a cone drill he was ridiculously good with it yeah and uh uh, the the big question with him i think is arm length which apparently some people think is important but i don't know yeah (laughs) right uh for separation for a d lineman uh some people deem it more important (sighs) It's the, it, that's where watching the film is so important just to, to see, uh, cause I, I read once, you know, they, all these anonymous scouts, I, I don't know, even if some of these are true, but one guy, like I read one quote from an anonymous scout, of course they're anonymous. Uh, yeah. Is that Aiden Hutchinson would be a terrible, the end, uh, he'll, he'll just, he has one bass rush move pretty much in college. It's, uh, the pull and rip. You just get into his chest, then you pull him back and rip right past him. Uh, any good NFL offensive lineman will see that and immediately, uh, you know, counter it. And he has no other counter, so therefore he will be a bad DN. This is just one anonymous take from a random scout. I don't know if it's like somebody that gets yeah. coffee for the scouts or what, but uh, or if it's another smoke screen, you know, for this, right? Yeah, yeah, you never know. But what do you I think just thought that was interesting. Of, uh... Aiden Hutchinson. I think he did pretty well. Of course, you know, the thing where he's got short arms. I, I actually read a comp on him today. I think it was in Peter Kane's Monday morning football column. Jared Allen was a comp that Peter Kane had from somebody for Aiden mm-hmm. Hutchinson. You know, kind of a guy that, you know, similar build, had short arms coming out of college. You know, oh, he still has short arms, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> you know, didn't grow right. longer arms right. over his life. But, um, that was, I thought, a pretty good cop. Think about that. Yeah, Jared Allen. We had Jared Allen here at the Vikings for a while, and he wasn't necessarily the fastest guy, but he was relentless. Yeah, he was a solid Perfect. player. He was and here's another here's another comp. Down. Another comp I've heard for Hutchinson, too, is Kyle Vanderbosch, uh, which I think is interesting because that's a guy <laughs> that would play with, like, a high motor as well. Um off yeah. the edge too, not necessarily a guy that was known for like, you know, an elite spin move or something like that, or like Von Miller who like run can run under the table type guy. Uh, so I thought that was an interesting comp as well. Now I hope his ceiling is higher than that if the Lions pick him. Because yeah. Kyle Vandenbosch was good. I wouldn't say he was in the elite the end. Uh, he was well, he was even better before he got to the Lions. Right, right. He's still good with the Lions, but but that's the kind of guy I think that Campbell's looking for. Some that kind of yes. uh, grit, yep. you know, and tenacity. Yep. And I think that's why a lot of Lions fans uh, are, and a lot of uh, draft experts are mocking him to the Lions just because it seems like a perfect uh, marriage. Even though if he isn't a Lions fan, he grew up seven miles from the (laughs) the Allen Park, right? But uh, (laughs) kind of funny when they had him in the booth with Rich Eisen and Daniel Jeremiah. Rich Eisen's kind of—you can't tell me what teams you met with, but is there one that you wouldn't have to? move to be <laughs> he's like yep <laughs> <laughs> well I, I man i i would still love to see him uh in that number two spot because evan neal and those other offensive linemen they also 
uh, put up a great combine. Zion Johnson, a lot of guys, uh, a lot of mock draft people, I've seen him uh, go to Lions in some cases, uh, in that early because Lions need a guard. Brad, do you think Big V is he back? Doesn't seem like no. it, but I would guess no. After his deal, kind of kept a little bit of cap money into a couple of years because he had so many years left on his contract. He needed the cap space to finish last season to finish with the roster. But I could see them making a decision where they might cut him loose. There's some dead money involved there, but they can upgrade on him. You know, it wouldn't take a whole lot to be better than him. I wouldn't think he had a better year. 2021 he did the year before but true if they can get an upgrade or a younger guy cheaper guy he might be on the way out yeah it'll be it'll be interesting that might be a thing like just to see how the the draft falls and if you have a guy that's a ranked higher on your board uh that you can't pass up uh zion jackson's writing up a lot of boards out of boston college especially after his combine you know the great combine yeah um but you know that I just wanted to hop on here this week for the listeners, uh, just kind of talk out some names from this combine that really stood out to us. We will be getting into it deeper uh, going forward here every week. We'll be raking out each position group uh, even more so. But I just wanted to get our quick reactions uh, this week to the NFL combine, especially guys like Jordan Davis that I just can't wait to talk about him. Like and yeah. we'll do DNs as we get uh, closer. We're kind of going to start our draft uh, podcasting series. We'll do once a week of each position group, but we'll probably start with like offensive linemen, build up to like quarterback, DN, like the the position groups in need as we get closer to draft. Uh, so we have more time to really analyze those. But man, uh, exciting! the The combine is really, you know, I don't know what's the official kickoff to the the draft season, if you will, but the combine definitely perks uh, up a lot more interest. For the next uh, month and a half here, but yeah. I'm excited, uh, Brad. I'm sure you're excited. You, you got sure. a lot of draft stuff coming, right? Definitely, so, yeah. Yeah, um, ideas in the pipeline. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was one thing I wanted to mention, uncombine related. Uh, today, the NFL came out with uh, the, first of all their salary cap. They're going to set it at 208 million. So, just for context, it was um, at 200. Or, or, sorry, in 2020, this is pre-COVID, it was at 198 million. The this is the salary cap. Then, uh, because of COVID, they dropped it all the way down to 182 million in 2021. But now it's going back up to 208 million. So 10 million more than it was pre-COVID. Uh, but a big jump, and that's why you saw a lot of guys take short-term deals last year because they knew the salary cap was going to jump up. Um, they get bigger uh, deals uh, coming into this year. Other things I want to know, uh, they also set the franchise tag amount. So each team can tag one guy on their team, and they get paid the average of the top, I think it's top five, right, of the league, uh, or so, top yeah. ten. That's that position, yeah. I think it's top five. Either way, if they get franchises, how much they cost. And I, I don't have to run through all the position groups, but the big question for the Lions, will they tag uh, Tracy Walker? I think a lot of us think no, but if they did, uh, a safety is $12.9 million which I think is higher than what Tracy Mark Tracy Walker's market uh, would be based on our previous conversations and other experts. Would you agree with that, Brad and Bob? Yeah, definitely. It's a little high for him. I, I, I think the, well, the deadline's tomorrow. You got to do it by tomorrow afternoon mm-hmm. or whatever it is. I think, yeah, it's very unlikely that they'll do it. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind if they re-signed him though. They could work out a deal yeah. with him. 
Right. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, we we want to see him resigned at the and right add, price. Add Lewis Seen or Dax Hill with them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even get to those guys. See, there's there were so many guys that had a great combine. Ojabu oh, yeah. out of Michigan, the other DN. Uh yeah. he had a great combine. You mentioned Seen. Uh oh man, there, there's a lot of exciting things going on in this combine. A lot of good options for Lions early in this draft uh that can really help turn this defense and or the wide receiver core around maybe the quarterback room but uh possible a lot of a lot of possibilities it'll be really exciting to see what lines do and we'll be getting into that a lot more going forward but we just wanted to hop on here react to that combine uh because it was fun it was really fun but uh thank you everybody for listening before you go um spotify apple River your podcast please download please subscribe please leave a review always greatly appreciate that um sideline report.com uh we're on there. The pocket's so on there. We appreciate that. Uh, Brad, before we go, uh, do you want to give your social media information and where, uh, where else we can uh, read about you? Yep. You can follow me on Twitter at Brad Berriman, B-E-R-R-E-M-A-N 24. Follow and find us on sidelionreport.com. Awesome. Right. And thank you to our producer, Kid J, as well. Always greatly appreciate the work that he does uh, for the podcast here. Otherwise, thank you, everybody, for listening. And, Bob, last but not least, as always, <laughs> go, go Lions! Lions! Woo! Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a Lions victory. Go! Go. Go.